0: Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, one eight hundred five you are listening to us on XM Satellite Radio 246, and we stream worldwide at talkdavid.com as we do every Saturday broadcasting out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. We have so many awesome things to share with you today. Number one, are we addicted to gossip as a nation? Is the USA addicted to gossip? The answer is absolutely yes, but, but more important than that, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why we love to gossip. In just a minute, our guest is, uh, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Lisa Jimenez is back with us, with the author of the book, Conquer Fear. Why do we hold back in life? Why don't we go after the love we want, the money we want, the career we want? Why are we so afraid to get out of our comfort zones to get what we want out of life? We're going to be talking to Lisa about that. George Campanelli is up, the co-author of Do Not Go Quietly. I love the title. Do not go quietly. Why do we need to live almost like this conservative existence? And what do we need to do to have more passion, especially as we age in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s? And what they're saying is don't go quietly. Oh, my God, wake up, right? Like, what a great day to wake up and to look around and say, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. I'm not living The passionate life I need to be living. Looking forward to talking to George. Adam Leipzig is with us from uh, National Geographic to Disney Studios to David Essel Alive. Learning how to risk for success. Learning how to risk for success. This show is going to rock tonight because it's all about getting out of our comfort zones. And then Dr. Steve Wexler back with us. Talking about alternative healing techniques that really work. He's going to share the story of an 83-year-old woman with extreme sciatica, could barely walk, and how she healed in just a few sessions with Dr. Steve. And then a doctor, another doctor, with a rotator cuff injury, extremely limited in uh, range of motion, a lot of pain. And once again, a few sessions with Dr. Steve. He's going to share with us the secrets to healing. 1-800-548-8255. Hey, if you're sitting there right now, we've got a little bit of time. If you want to chat about breaking through in your life, getting off the fence, creating the life that you want, you're not really quite sure what to do with your love life or money or a career, what path to follow. Maybe you've got some kind of challenge going on in a relationship. Maybe there's some kind of an addiction you're trying to figure out how to let go. Call us right now, 1-800. This is a free coaching session on the air. Unlike when I work with clients six days a week and they pay, you don't have to today. 1-800-548-8255. You and I will chat. We'll give you some ideas. If you're struggling in any area of your life, you're on the fence, you're blocked, you're stuck, you don't know what to do, call me. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Are we addicted to gossip as a nation? If you look around at the most popular, some of the most popular reality TV shows. They're just all about gossip. My brother and I were talking today, my brother, Dr. T. Essel, my brother and I were talking today, and uh, and he was saying, you know, so much of this world is like the Housewives show on network television, which are absolutely disgusting. I, I mean that. I really mean that. I mean, I... I am not a negative person, but when I look at shows in this world that absolutely tear people's self esteem down, and usually the people that like those kind of shows have extremely low self esteem because they love the gossip. They love backstabbing. You know? Women, now let me tell you about this. I have a video on YouTube talking about why we live gossip, which I'm sharing some of the information out of today, but women. The more they know about gossip and the more they do gossip, the higher they are placed with their peers who live in gossip as well. Now, if you're a woman listening to the show, I'm not coming down to women. I'm just saying it's the truth. Don't you agree? 1-800-548-8255. Don't you agree with that? I mean, how can you not agree with that? Seriously. Women who love to gossip through the law of attraction, will bring other women who love to gossip. And the one that can come to the plate with the nastiest gossip, which so much of it is absolute lies and fabrication, but the one who knows the most about their neighborhood, about their friends at work, about who's cheating on who and who dished who, they they rise high in that social circle of other gossipers. It's really true. You don't see it as much with men. And I'm not being sexist here. I'm just telling the truth. As little girls raised in an environment where mom, they hear mom on the phone. Did you hear about this one? Did you hear about that one? Oh, my God, you got her hair cut and it looks like crap or whatever. The little girls are sponges and they become like mom. Gossip is, is a manifestation of extremely low self-esteem. We want to be part of the crowd. We crave acceptance. Gossip is the key to the crowd. It's sick but true. It's the key to being with the quote-unquote in crowd. When the person who gossips puts other people down, it gives them a false illusion of feeling better about themselves. Think about that when we put someone else down i don't care if it's a next door neighbor i don't care if it's someone at the gym i don't care if it's someone at work i don't care who it is i don't care if it's lindsay lohan when we are talking poorly about someone else we do it to boost our own self esteem but it's all illusion it's all fantasy it's not true it's temporary and the end result of it all though do you know what's so sad is that people who are involved with gossip and love to watch the reality TV shows about gossip is they actually feel like crap about themselves. They really do. Um, They love to gossip because they're jealous. They may have crappy marriages or crappy relationships, so they're going to tear people down who have good relationships or they're going to make up lies to try to make themselves feel better. In my work, oh, my Lord, you can only imagine, anyone that chooses to do national platform work, you can only <laughs> you can only imagine about the gossip that occurs around my life. And I guess because I've been doing this for so long, there are times it stings, absolutely. I won't deny it. I won't lie and say it doesn't. But because I've been doing it so long, and I've heard it from so many different angles, I rely on my close friends and my family to keep me in alignment and to call me out when I need to be called out. And for the rest of the world, it really doesn't matter. And, you know, it's just the truth. Like, we have to have a very high level of self esteem to not gossip about people or to catch ourselves in the middle of it and go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be talking about Sam or I shouldn't be talking about Larry or I shouldn't be talking about Beth or whatever it might be, right? Check yourself. We're opening with this topic today because I really want you to check yourself. People that do not gossip have the highest self-esteem in the world, comma. They have the highest level of confidence in the world, comma. They are filled with self-love because they're going to take that time and energy and look at trying to boost other people's lives versus tearing them down. one 800 You want to talk? You want to rap? Have you found gossip to be a terrible part of your life? Do you like those reality TV shows and do you want to discuss that with me? Do you want to tell me that you can watch all those and it doesn't affect you negatively? I'd love to have the discussion, 800-548-8255. Or if you have other questions, are you on the fence in a relationship? Are you single and you want to have deep love? Are you struggling in your career? Is weight an issue? Do you struggle with weight? Are you doing certain things and it's just not working? Call me right now. It's absolutely free coaching on the air. one 800 548 And if you have a story about how you let gossip go out of your life, let me know it. 1-800-548-8255. i am David Essel. More about our show at TalkDavid.com. Stay there. And there's no stopping us right now. There's no stopping us right now. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Ah, yeah, you're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Welcome aboard and thank you so much for sharing some of your night with us here. We appreciate that. 800. Five four eight eight two five five. A text in from Samantha regarding gossiping. This is pretty cool. Um, it's a long text. I'll read parts of it. She said, David, I listen to your show all the time and love it. Uh, years ago, I picked you up in Seattle. Now I have you on XM. The topic of gossip grabbed my attention. You've always talked about writing things down. I just finished a little self-evaluation, and I watch one hour of gossip TV. Every night, five days a week, dot, 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 via reality talk shows. My other girlfriends say that I'm often very negative when it comes to relationships. I think I just found the cause. Thank you. Samantha, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. People that love reality TV shows that are about gossip, the housewives of this, the housewives of that, you know, even even The Bachelor and that kind of stuff. A lot of people have very negative views about men or about women or about love. It's just the truth. The bearer of truth, David Essel. <laughs> 1-800-548-8255. Uh, we're going to try to get to a bunch of your texts and your emails. Let's say you've been quoted. Oh, I've been quoted as being divorced. Yes, more than quoted. It's actual truth. Can you admit you have no resentments against an ex-wife and mean it? If so, how did you do it? I love this question. Oh, my God. I work with couples and individuals every week, one-on-one, as a relationship coach, counselor, spiritual counselor, etc. And this is one of my favorite things. Yes, I'm divorced. And no, I have no resentments, and it's not my ex, it's my former wife, which is one of the things that we encourage people to switch. The word ex has very negative connotations. My ex-partner, my ex-husband, my ex-wife. Switch it to former. That's number one. Um, and no, I, I really don't have any resentments, and I'll tell you why. I was blessed with this most amazing spiritual teacher, Ardith Bissinger, who used to be a client of mine, we kind of switched roles. When I went through a divorce, Ardeth was the one that sat me down in the wait before the the divorce was final. And she said, David, you've got a lot of resentments against yourself and your former wife to be. And if you don't let go of them right now in the middle of your pain, they're going to affect every future relationship in your life and she was dead on. She helped me every day start to forgive in the middle of pain and it's never too late, gang. If you have not forgiven yourself for the choices you made in your marriage, if you've not forgiven your former partner for what they did that hurt you, you're screwed when it comes to love. You are absolutely screwed. You will project onto all future partners the distrust the resentment that you have against the last one, even if they have never done a damn thing wrong to you. And if you don't believe me, call me. I'll talk to you right now. 1-800-548-8255. If you don't think that's true, I will guarantee it. I will absolutely freaking guarantee I can prove it's true. 1-800-548-8255. Because we do not ever ever, ever, ever release resentments unless we work on them. And so Ardith helped me sit in my discomfort, sit in my pain, be responsible for how the heck I got married in the first place and how (laughs) she helped me so much that by the end of, I don't know, two months or three months of doing this forgiveness work, it was real and I was free. And there are no resentments. one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. 548 8255 And I'm really damn happy to be able to say that. Um, how do I tell my dad, oh, this is from a 15-year-old, uh, that his drinking is stopping us from having a meaningful relationship? Isn't it amazing, kids? 15 years old. This looks like it's from a, uh, yeah, it's from a, a young girl. I'm 15 and avoiding visiting him. Uh, Mom and dad are divorced because he is like a wall to talk to after a few drinks. I've heard on your show, you say it's important for girls to have a relationship of some kind with their father. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it is. It's important. And and if you're... Old enough to be able to come to closure with a relationship you never had with your dad. You can do it even with your dad not here or not available or or maybe he's passed on. But it's it's really crucial that you try. Since you're writing to me, I love what you're saying. Um, write to him with love, number one. And be honest. Express to him how much you love him, the kind of relationship you'd like and just be really brutally honest and say, and Daddy, you know, with the alcohol when you drink, I feel like a wall goes up. Um, He may not agree with you, so be ready for that. He may think he's fine. The next step would be to set boundaries. So what I'd like to do, what I'd really love for you to do, Daddy, is when I'm together and I'm visiting you, could you please not drink for the first two hours we're together? Could you not drink before I get there, and could we just have two hours without drinking, and then I'll go to bed and you can do what you want? We're setting boundaries. Write about your anger or resentments in your own journal, in your own diary. Um, If he says no, you're going to have to write about the resentments or anger you have in order to let them go. Hopefully he'll agree and move on and look at his role in the blocks. If you need help, look for ministers to talk to, coaches um, et cetera. And, and talk to your mom. If your dad is drinking regularly and he's blocked to you, talk to your, your mom about finding a male role model. It could be an athletic coach. It could be a minister. It could be a next-door neighbor. But you really young girls really need positive male role models so that they don't grow up with resentments and hold that against Boys that they meet that they may want to date, you know, 1 800 Don't forget, every show we have is archived. You can go to talkdavid.com, share with your friends. Like if you have friends who have uh, boys or girls where their dad is an alcoholic or mom's an alcoholic and you want to listen to the show again, all of our shows are archived at talkdavid.com. 100% free. Uh, oh my gosh, intimacy. In a relationship, um, I watched a YouTube video of yours on intimacy and eye contact. My husband and I do not think, oh, my husband, I do not think would ever do that, but where do you begin? Yeah, you know, a lot of women think that guys are never going to have that deep eye contact, and at first it could be challenging, but you know, we work with couples every week that just go kick butt and do what they never thought they could do. We start out by having them just sit in a chair for 15 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, holding hands and looking to each other's eyes. And you can giggle, you can laugh, you can snort, you can burp, you can do whatever the heck you wanna do, but just hold the eye contact. Um, over the past 25 years, we've helped hundreds and hundreds of couples reach deeper levels of intimacy because intimacy, the true definition of intimacy, intimacy in a relationship is just simply 110% honesty. God's honest truth. The truest definition of intimacy in a relationship A love relationship is 110% honesty, number one. The second biggest key to intimacy is the ability to look unflinchingly into the eyes of your lover. We start with 15 seconds. We ask you to focus on just one eye. Don't dance back and forth. It's natural. Dancing back and forth, if you're trying to catch both eyes, it's going to drive you nuts. Focus on one. Melt into your lover. Melt into the the heart of your lover through their eyes. It is so beautiful. It might take a little time, might take 30 days, 60 days. Eventually we go from 15 seconds to 30 to 60 to 90 seconds and then ultimately we do it while making love. And do you know about 85% of couples we've worked with for 25 years now have never looked into their part, 85%, God's honest truth, have never looked into their partner's eyes while they're making love. So we start off with five seconds, ten seconds while you're making love. Just gazing into your partner's eyes. And you can giggle, you can laugh, you can cry, you can be uncomfortable. All that's fine. No judgment. But the most important thing is to do it. As you kiss your partner, look into their eyes. As you hold their hands in the store, stop in the aisle and just gaze into your partner's eyes. Hey, this show is about radically changing lives. We've been doing it for a long time. And we're going to continue to. 1-800-548-8255. Coming up next, how to conquer fear. And all the information of the show, talkdavid.com. Awesome that you're with us. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Rocking across the USA every Saturday, 6-9 to 9 Eastern, 3-6 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard, gang David Essel in the box with you, celebrating twenty-two years. Being America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Broadcasting live out of studio E in Los Angeles, California, XM two forty six. And we stream worldwide at talkdavid.com one 800 548 8255 one 800 548 8255 Five four eight eight two five five. Coming up in just a couple minutes, I love this woman. She's coming back. A great author, Lisa Jimenez, author of Conquer Fear, a unique blend of psychology and theology to change your beliefs and thus your results. We had Lisa on before and just love the information that she gave. We're going to have her come on back because most of us are afraid of living life at the highest level if we want to be honest with ourselves. We play it safe. So many of us play it safe. Now, there's a lot of listeners to our show (laughs) that don't fall into that category because they're attracted to being extremely proactive in life and going after their dreams and all that kind of stuff, right? But there's a huge percentage of the population that back away from risking for love, risking it all for love. You know, we've said this in workshops for 25, 30 years. If you want the deepest love in life, you've got to risk going through the deepest discomfort. It's just part of the fact of life, baby. you got to risk being vulnerable. You have to risk saying, I'm sorry. You have to risk being wrong. (laughs) All the things we hate, you know. Same thing with being financially successful. You have to risk. Oh, my Lord. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited to talk to Lisa about uh, Conquering Fear because it's something this our country needs desperately. Uh, don't forget, every show that we've ever done on XM Satellite Radio is available on Archive. So if you missed Lisa's show, uh, interview right now or you know of a friend that really needs to hear about Conquering Fear, after 10 o'clock tonight, all of the shows will be up. We have hundreds upon hundreds of shows at TalkDavid.com. Free archives, talkdavid.com. Don't forget also to like us on Facebook. Just go to David Essel alive on Facebook. And seven days a week, we post motivational tips, stories, videos, and more. And if you want to listen to our show live on your smartphone, go to talkdavid.com. Click on the XM link, and you can listen. There's there's a, a join our text club, the David Essel live text club. Once you join the text club... You'll receive, obviously, a text from us with a link of how you can listen to the show live on your smartphone, which absolutely rocks. And, like, you might be in Costco, let's say, right now, shopping for food, and you could be listening to David Essel live. It's just the best thing in the world. 1-800-548-8255. Lisa Jimenez, author of the book Conquer Fear, a unique blend of psychology and theology to change your beliefs and thus your results. Lisa, welcome back. Hello, Lisa. (laughs)
1: Hey, David. What a pleasure (laughs) to be on your show again. Thank you.
0: Oh, it is. I've been looking forward to this. I have been so looking forward to this, Lisa, because last time you opened up our eyes about the ability to conquer fear. Because I, I think, isn't it true? And, and tell me, because you travel the world, you do all kinds of really cool things. But isn't it true that most of us are probably living below our potential of passion and joy and love and money because we're afraid of something
1: yeah, absolutely. I love what you said in the intro. It's just the fact of life, baby. We gotta,
0: <laughs> we got to be
1: willing to break outside that comfort zone. It's called the comfort zone. So, you know what, David, different people have different comfort zones. The comfort zone for you, for me, for the neighbor, for our friends, for our colleagues, it's all different. Comfort zone is like beauty. It's in the eyes of the beholder, you know? It's different. But what is true is that when you're willing to break through that comfort zone, that's where all the juicy stuff lives. Hmm. That's where all the juicy stuff lives, outside the comfort zone.
0: Yeah, and, and we look at, you know, for people who struggle with weight or alcohol or prescription drug addiction or spending or whatever it might be, isn't it interesting, Lisa, that their comfort is within the pain of the addiction. Can you explain that? Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's called a mindset, and everybody has specific paradigms that we've been raised with. Another word for paradigm is standard. We have yeah. different standards. If you were raised that it's okay for a man to hit you, then that's your standard. That's your paradigm. Wow. If you were raised that you can live off of whatever, X amount of money a, a, a year, well, that's mm. your standard. So what, what I would love to do, David, in these conversations is just, it's just open people's minds to say, yeah, I'm willing to raise my standard. I'm, with I'm willing to see that I'm worth it. And that's how you break through a comfort zone. You raise your standard. You notice yeah. what standard you're settling for and say no more, whether it's weight, finance, love. What's your standard? And how do you know your standard? You look at your life. You <laughs>
0: yes okay okay ladies and gentlemen wait this is this is critical this is critical how do you know where your standard is for happiness for health for money for love for whatever what lisa just said is crucial to remember how do we know what my standard is for any area of life what she said was look at what the result is so If you've been struggling with weight for a long time, then your standard with your health is very low. If you've been struggling with relationships a long time, then your standard for love is very low. Money, standard for money is really low. That's wonderful to know, Lisa, because with that awareness, everyone sitting listening right now can do an evaluation of their life and say, Oh, my Lord, my standard for X must be pretty damn low because I'm always struggling there, right? Exactly.
1: And it's not about judgment. It's not saying, shit, you know, and looking at that, it's not a judgment. It's an awareness. You said it. It's an awareness. If we could just give permission, if we could just give people permission, not to judge it, but just to say, interesting. I'm aware of this now. My standard is too low in that area. Interesting. You get that piece? It's not a judgment because then
0: people stop.
1: Then they they sabotage.
0: Well, and then they start feeling... They start feeling poor, more poorly about themselves, and then they go into the victim. Well, I've been like this for X amount of years. I guess it's just my destiny. If, if we judge ourselves harshly over a low standard, we might get stuck in that standard even deeper. But what Lisa just said is, please don't judge it. Lisa, we're just, we just want to look at it as fact, F-A-C-T, right?
1: Exactly. Yep, it's just bringing an awareness to it, like, like a behavioral psychologist. They don't judge the tribe for dancing at 2 in the morning. They just take anecdotal notes. Interesting. The tribe dances around a fire at <laughs> 2 a.m. Okay, That's a behavioral psychologist. That's who I am. There's no yeah. judgment there. It's just noticing. So there's no judgment. You just say, huh, interesting. I'm struggling around money. Interesting. Why is that? Why is it that I never have enough money at the end of the month? Interesting. I'm noticing this. It's just noticing. It's ushering in an awareness. Well, that's a powerful space to be at to create a new reality.
0: Now, we have the awareness. We see our standard for love, our standard for money, our standard for our health is low. So the first step is being aware so we can look at reality versus the illusion, get out of illusion, into reality, no judgment, just fact. What's step number two, Lisa?
1: Step number two is ushering in an awareness of where you learn that. Hmm. Where did that come from? most likely in all human beings no matter what age you are a 3 year old is running your life.
0: It's right. a 3
1: year old, yeah, that made that decision that love is not safe. Ooh, it's not safe. Love yeah. is not safe. And and being, being uh, you know out there and sharing and a contribution to others and having fun and dancing in a supermarket or whatever you do when you're 3 years old, right? <laughs> <That's> not safe. <laughs> That's not safe. If your mom tells you, "Don't embarrass me in public," or "Don't right. show off your trophies when you win Taekwondo," or "Yeah, you know, well, don't you know, don't don't talk about your straight A's," or whatever that we heard as children, which our parents did their best to raise us, but it yeah. it, it it created a belief in us, which we call paradigms, a standard, that that's not safe. And so we decide that in our adulthood, the three-year-old running our
0: life. Lisa, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. Lisa Heminez, author of the book Conquer Fear. Her website is rx-success.com, rx-success.com. I'm David Essel, talkdavid.com. More to come. Stay there. across the usa every saturday for the past 22 years david essel live america's positive radio talk show broadcasting live out of studio e as we do every saturday los angeles california 1-800-548-8255 you're listening to us on xm 246 and streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com my guest back again because she's so damn good at what she does about conquering fear. Lisa Jimenez and the author of Conquer Fear. Lisa, just before the break, we were talking about some steps to take. And you, I know, have some stories of people that you want to share about individuals you've worked with, one-on-one clients, that I want our audience to hear so they can see that this is very grounded in reality. Um, Number one, Lori that she was a client of yours that was very successful, but she was sabotaging her success. Tell us what the signs of self-sabotage would look for when someone's moving forward in life and they're doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, they're doing pretty good. And Lori was uh, creating success. And she was uh, climbing her own career path, and she began sabotaging that success. We'll say why in just a minute. But what sabotage looks like is procrastination, uh, argumentative a feeling of uh, unhappiness or dissatisfaction and so that's the signs of sabotage simple things okay. like forgetting to call a client back or just choosing for no reason to to mess up on a presentation and you're just like what that came out of my mouth or causing argumentative scenes being argumentative that's a sign of sabotage Well, why was Lori doing this? She had, this is what we identified as we were working together, she had a belief that she didn't deserve it. She had worthiness issues. And, David, Mm. I believe all of us do. We have worthiness issues because we are living in a realm, in a world with a lack and limitation. It's pervasive. Our, Our consciousness on this planet is lack and limitation. We do not live in abundance. We may say we do. But right. our cultural mindset, the paradigm we've been lived with, it's doggy dog, boy. There's not enough to go around. There is not right. enough to go around. This is the mindset. It's pervasive on our planet. So even with the successful people, because most of the people I work with are very high achievers and quite successful, but they have mm-hmm. limiting beliefs around it because of the consciousness on the, this planet. So mm-hmm. she started sabotaging her success because she didn't feel like she deserved it. She didn't feel like she was worthy of it. And isn't that true for success? Because there's no such thing as overnight success. It may look like it. Right. But there's a lot of effort. You're pushing that vehicle up a hill. But as soon as you go over the plateau of that mountain, that hill, you're in momentum. It Mm -hmm. looks like an overnight success. But here's the mind trip. Ready? Here's the mind game. The mind trip is... Lori, when she was, she pushed her vehicle over the hill and she made it, she was a success. She was in a leveraged income vehicle, business model, and she was just making a ton of money, and it was quite easy to maintain it. That's when she right. sabotaged it. So when she could work hard...
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. It like it was
1: worth it. But as soon as it got easy and she yeah. built momentum, she sabotaged yeah.
0: it. Wow. That is fascinating because you think that when when someone works that hard and then they get that momentum, as you say, going, you think that at that point that the last thing in the world they would do is sabotage it. That they might they'd be highly grateful, they'd be appreciative, but there surely wouldn't be anything they do to stop what they've created, right? We would think that the mind does a trip on us, and, and
1: this is yeah. how we're, we're wired on this planet. So again, here is our key message in this conversation. Give yourself permission to be successful, to be wealthy. Give yourself permission to have more than enough. It's okay. It's your calling. It's your birthright. Yeah.
0: So now, how many years, with someone like Lori, how many years do you think... She had a work through of belief systems that says i'm not worthy of this type of life. I mean because you and I both know this stuff starts in childhood, so mm-hmm. does she, was she looking at overcoming twenty, thirty, forty years of a belief system
1: forty two years to be exact
0: forty two yeah
1: forty two years she was forty two years when she came to me uh, and asked for coaching because she noticed that she was just sabotaging her success, and she was at mm-hmm. about a hundred thousand dollars a month in leverage income business model. Wow. And she even said, I don't feel like I deserve it. I didn't do Mm. enough for this. I didn't work Mm. hard enough for this.
0: Wow. And how long did it take her to snap that belief to go into a new one to move forward?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And the answer is it's instantaneous, David. It's an instantaneous transformation. However, to root it takes a lifetime. It's an everyday focus. It's an everyday decision to give yourself permission to win today, to give yourself permission to win today. It's like now and then now and then now. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, so Lisa, tell us this, Um, what would be the daily rituals, the action steps that someone would have to take, and we'll just stay on the money gig, that someone like Lori would have to take in order to root out the old, I'm not worthy, to bring in the new consciousness awareness moment by moment, what type of steps did she take in order to ground that new consciousness so she could stay abundant and enjoy it?
1: Excellent. Well, here's the process because consciousness is including both the intellect, which is the rational mind, and the spirit, the heart. So how do we do that? We do it with mantras, but we do it with feeling as well. So the mantra, the spoken word, because we know words create our world, the spoken word, but that's only to transform the mindset of the intellect. We need to talk about also, consciousness, energy, that's a feeling, the emotion of it. So you can speak your words all you want, but if you don't feel it, if you don't emotionalize it, if you don't, you know, if it doesn't move you to tears, the gratitude yes. that she began feeling, David, the mm. gratitude that she's been called for just a time as this, she's been called to be wealthy. There's hurting people on this planet, and she's gifted with wealth. And when she started to emotionalize that, when she started feeling that of her contribution, of her sense of joy, of her sense of gratitude, flipping gratitude. So it's a combination of the intellect, which is the spoken word. This is my birthright. I am who I am. You know, all those spoken words, but combined it with the emotion of that sense of gratitude, that heart connection. It's the head and the heart. When we can combine those two, wow, we've got yeah. fuel. That's the power to radically transform a mindset.
0: And when when you're paradigm. working when 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 you're working with her, when did Lori, Was it thirty, sixty, ninety days? When did it really sink in that the that the rituals were working and she felt that sense of relief? What, what, was there a time frame here, Lisa?
1: Yes, ninety days. Why ninety? Is that? Why it, is it? It's three months. I think it's because there's every season. So our, our our cycle, our clock, our inner clock runs in seasons, three months, three months, three months, three months, which equals one year. Why does it take 30 days or 90 days? I don't know. But it seems like we can cause a radical transformation that gets results, that's rooted in both the intellect and the consciousness, the emotion, the mm. heart. And it mm. takes about ninety days. Instant transformation in the moment you bring awareness to it—that's radical transformation in an instant.
0: So, if you're, and then ladies and gentlemen, it takes ninety it,
1: days to shift it.
0: If you're, ladies and gentlemen, in in a in a situation right now where money is an issue, or weight is an issue, or love is an issue, or whatever, listen to what Lisa's saying. You know, like. Create the mind, the spoken word, add the emotion to it, create the thought of gratitude to it. Do it daily. Hang in there for your 90 days. Don't look at it as it's going to happen tomorrow, although it could. Yeah. But look at being persistent. Persistent, mm-hmm. persistent. My guest, Lisa Jimenez, author of the book Conquer Fear, her website I want to give out again rx-success.com. Now, listen, if you don't write this down or you're driving, you can always go to talkdavid.com. You guys go there all the time, and you'll see our blog on the radio page. You'll see Lisa's picture and information, and her website is all there, but it's rx-success.com. Lisa, I am so glad we had you back again. You know we're going to do it again because you have a way of making some of these complex situations and steps so easy to follow and i love you for that
1: thank you david Mm. and i love you for your contribution too, my love
0: (laughs) ah yes amen amen okay (laughs) you have a great weekend lisa have a great fourth we'll connect again
1: thanks david
0: (sighs) okay bye honey 1-800-548-8255 go to talkdavid.com check out all that we have going on we have so much more coming up next do not go quietly None of us should. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.